You are listening to Lightweight Church of God in Christ podcast, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, where your hosts are Pastor Daniel Yaboa and First Lady Janetta Yaboa. Blessed be the name of the Lord, yes, yes. for his message endureth forever. Amen. We thank God this morning for once again blessing us with today. Today is the first Sunday of June. We are in the middle of the year. Uh, My name is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ. One one church with two locations. That is United States of America, City of Moreno Valley, uh, Southern California, and then also uh, Ghana, West Africa. Uh, this is uh, arena of release and breakthrough, and that's my lovely wife, uh, evangelist, and also first lady of Lightweight Church, Janada Yeboah. God bless you. We are gonna present the word of the Lord today, and also to remind us in the beginning, those that are watching us, today is the day that we observe the communion ordinance. So if you do not have the actual communion elements, um, you could get bread, get some crackers, get some cookies. Uh, if you don't have um, the, 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 you know, the juice for communion, you could get you a grape juice, get you water, get you uh, any um, soda, anything that, you know, without alcohol, anything without alcohol. That is that is a drink. You could get hold of that and set it aside because we're going to bless this ornament so that it will be a symbol for our communion today. Uh, God has a word for us this morning, and I'm going to be sharing a word uh, this morning entitled Dealing with the Spirit of Murmuring and Complaining During Hardships. Dealing with the spirit of murmuring and complaining during hardships. And hardship uh, refers to all levels and category of hardships. Um, Uncontrollable murmuring and complaining without doing anything about it is a sin in the sight of God. Our excessive murmuring and complaining without doing anything about it. Some of us just complain, but we have no desire to do something about what we are complaining about every day. In the sight of God, it's a sin. We are to seek God for answers to that problem instead of complaining. God sees complaining as ungratefulness. Could you read uh, Philippians chapter 2 verse 14? God sees the act of murmuring and complaining as a sign of ungratefulness, being ungrateful as to what God has done in our lives. And the Bible reads, do everything without murmuring, or questioning 
the providence of God. Amen. But beloved, we we have to start with what is playing on in our world today. If you pay too much attention to what is going on around us today, you will say there is no God. Everything going on now, if you're going to pay too much attention, we are to be aware, but paying too much attention, you will say there's no God. Because our world today is in crisis, and for the past week, we see protests filled with killing, stealing, and destruction all over across the United States and even uh, the outside world. This protest is international, if you are following the news. Aside from the, this is aside from the coronavirus pandemic. And this uh, social unrest is a result of uh, the action of police brutality that have transpired for some time now, years now, and also as a response of the killing of Mr. George Floyd, his uh, burial and funeral service was last Thursday. Our sympathy and our, our heart goes out to the family and all that have been impacted by police brutality. And so the, because it was in a span of a month, we have seen a lot of black um, young men and women being killed. So this is an increasing sign of Racial division, uh, which is plaguing America and parts of the world. In parts of the world, there's also this protest that is an idea to support the injustice and the oppression of uh, black people all across the world. Mm. But I, you, if you look at it, this pressure that is going on now, we know usually trickles down to our individual lives. What is going on globally? What is going on within our cities, our states, our counties, the nation could trickle down to our individual lives and in our relationships and families. And most times, the easy way out is to mama and complain. Mm -hmm. The easy way out is to mama and complain. Many people have the habit of complaining without trying to do anything about it. So the idle, idle action is if you're going to talk about something, complain. Also, have in line... Or ask God for how to resolve that matter or that situation. So when you present your complaint, you also have an idea to share about how we're going to fix this problem. How we're going to fix this problem. Mm -hmm. So we are not just pushing for murmuring and complaining, but we are also uh, presenting an idea how we're going to fix the problem. We many we today, if we look around, you will hear that we complain about the dog, we complain about the car, 
We complain about our parents. We complain about our children, our, our brothers and sisters. We complain about our boss, our co-workers, our church family. We complain about the pastor and the first lady, not just us, but all most churches. We complain about the car. We complain about the house, the husband, the wife, mm -hmm. our in-laws. We complain about the food and everything. So this is, uh, you know, what uh, we do. If you don't catch yourself, you see that you complain about everything, everything. you are connected to. Well, we need to look into why, because chances are you might be dealing with a spirit. It, it, it's becoming excessive. You know, it's like every minute you are murmuring and complaining. You are dealing with a spirit. And let's look at a typical example in the Bible, the people of Israel. After all God did for them, uh, mama and complain against God 14 times. These are people that experience, if you read the Bible, take your Bible and read the book of Exodus. Great signs, wonders, and miracles that have never ever happened, even as we speak now, when we're going to uh, talk about you know what God did in the lives of these Israelites in the Bible, in Exodus. They were uh, people that were oppressed. They were in bondage and in captivity. But God had their cry and brought them up. But they complained 14 times. This made God angry and tempted to destroy them. God was at the precipice, at the edge mm. of destroying these people. Mm. Because their murmuring and complaining was a sign that God hasn't done anything for them. Oh my God. And it was just yesterday. It was, this is in a, a, a couple of weeks, yeah. they started complaining. Three days after their deliverance, they started complaining. Hallelujah. Okay. Look at them. Um, uh, let's uh, look at uh, Exodus chapter 14, verse 11 to 12. Exodus chapter 14, verse 11 to 12. Uh, look for your word. Uh, Lightweight Church is a word church. We place much importance on the word of God. It's the word of God that is the source of our relationship with God. Amen. When you quench the word of God, you quench the power of God from working in your life. Amen. And the Bible reads, Then they said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wow. What is this that you have done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Wow. Let us serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. This sounded like an insult in the years of God. These are, these are a very people that have cried for God's deliverance mm -hmm. for over 430 years. Mm -hmm. And now they are free 
but hear the words that they are speaking. And you and I will know that this will sound like an insult in your years if you were in that position as God. Definitely. Let's look at Exodus chapter 16, verse 1 to 4. And this was just days, not even weeks or months, just days after they have been brought out of um, captivity and bondage. Amen. Exodus chapter 16, verse 1 to 4. They set out from Elam, and all the congregation of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, mm. which is between Elam and Sinai. On the, fifth, on the fifteenth day of the second month, after they, had, after they left the land of Egypt, the whole congregation of the Israelites grew discontented and murmured and rebelled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. You hear that they were discontented, murmured, and what? And complained. They rebelled. Yes. This is look at look at the uh, the time the scripture is describing. It's, it says what in the what in the in the fifteenth day of the second month. month. Second month. Fifteenth day of the second month, mm-hmm. coming from this struggle. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And the Israelites said to them, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat and ate bread until we were full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this entire assembly (laughs) with hunger. (laughs) Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will cause bread to rain from the heaven for you. Mm -hmm. The people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day Mm -hmm. so that I may test them to determine whether or not they will walk obediently in my instruction. My love. Wow. So you hear that? Now look at, uh, um, let's look at um, Numbers chapter 11 verse 4 to 15. I'm laying down the foundation scriptures where we are we are building this uh, message from um, Numbers chapter 11 verse 4 to 15. Mm-hmm. The rabble among them who followed Israel from Egypt had greedy desires for familiar and delicious food. <laughs> and the Israelites wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish we ate freely and without cost in Egypt. Mm. The cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. Mm -hmm. But now our appetite is gone. There is nothing at all in the way of food to be seen but this manna. Mm. The manna was like the coriander seed, and it looked like bedellium. The people went about and gathered it and ground it in mills or beets and mortars and boiled it in pots and made cakes with it. And it tasted like the cakes baked with fresh olive oil. When the dew fell on the camp at night, the manna fell with it. Now Moses heard the people weeping and self-pity throughout their families. 
every man at the doorway of his tent, and the anger of the Lord blazed hotly. Mm. And Moses regarded their behavior as evil. Wow. So Moses said to the Lord, why have you been so hard on your servant? <laughs> Why have you been so hard on me to let me lick this selfless, greedy, <laughs> ungrateful people? <laughs> Why am I the one leading them? Why did you put me in charge of these people? <laughs> And why have I not found favor in your sight that you have placed the burden of all these people on me? Was it I who conceived all these people? Mm. Was it I who brought them forth mm. that you should say to me, carry them in your arms as a nurse carries the nursing infant to the land which you swore to their fathers? Where am I to get meat to give all these people? For they weep before me and say, Give us meat so that we may eat. I am not able to carry all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me. So if this is the way you're going to deal with me, please kill me at once if I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my wretchedness. Wow. So they are murmuring and complaining. Let the leader to also what? Complain mm -hmm. and wish his death. Mm -hmm. They were fed with the food of angels. Manna mm -hmm. was food that angels ate in the heaven. Mm -hmm. Who will have thought Maybe God was trying to prevent them from getting sick, prevent them. The manna was going to give them the strength. The manna was going to nourish them both spiritual and physical to go through the terrain, the terrain, the terrain of training. They were in the wilderness like nothing was there for a training, for a training, for God to build them, mold them, and show them in his own liking. Now these people are looking back and yearning for the food they were eating when they were in slavery. Forgetting that God knows best. Sometimes mm -hmm. when we are complaining and murmuring, we forget that God knows best. And he has a plan for us. And he's taking us somewhere we are not aware of. She says, the blessings that I have for you, eyes have not seen. Yes. Ears have not heard. What God has in store for you yes. and your life. But let's look at the verse 9. Uh, it said, dew on the camp nine, the manna fell with. The manna fell like dew and with dew. And that reminded me of a song. Uh, like a dew in the morning, gently rest upon my heart. Like a dew in the morning, gently rest upon my heart. Rest upon me 
And it's a song that I, I taught to sing, and that uh, signified what the manner was going to do in the lives of the people before they complain. Now, there's a difference between murmuring and complaining. There's a difference between murmuring and complaining. That's good, yeah. These two words are often used together, but we never think there's a difference. We use them together so often, we never think there's a difference. Let's look at murmuring. Murmuring is the sound you make when complaining. When complaining about things. When complaining about a situation. And all these things that I, 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 made, I point, pointed to, we, we, the sound that we make to complain is murmuring. So sound represents what we say. What we say. The words we use come out of our what? Emotional state. Emotional state. The state of your emotions will determine the words that you use to complain. Mm. So if you were disappointed, the words would describe what? Disappointment. Mm -hmm. If you are angry, the words you, com you use to complain would describe anger. Sad. If you're sad, the words will describe sadness. If you're troubled, the words will describe someone who is troubled. And that's the kind of words you would choose to throw around to make your point through your complaining. If your emotional state is that of pain, envy, jealousy, whatever emotional state you are in, that's the type of words you will use. To complain. Most murmuring words describe doubt. Mm. Most murmuring words describe doubt, fear, anxiety, ungratefulness, and self pity. Self pity. Poor me mentality. Mm. Oh, poor me. Oh, poor me. Self pity describe the poor me mentality. We sometimes communicate our misery through what? Murmuring words. We communicate our misery through murmuring words. Looking for company. <laughs> You're looking for company. A pity party. A pity party. So your murmuring words you are using to complain is to get somebody to join you mm. in your pity party. Mm -hmm. Whereas the word complaining is the act, the act of complaining, the doing, the act of complaining. Mm -hmm. Complaints arise from the fleshly nature of our heart. When we are involved in complaining so much, that arises from the fleshly nature of our heart. And what does fleshly means? Living or thinking that is not in compliance with the word of God. Our, the fleshly nature of our hearts describes thinking or living that is not in compliance with the word of God. 
And what is the impact of murmuring and complaining on our spiritual life or our relationship with God? Not just our families or people around us, but what does murmuring and complaining do to our spiritual life and our relationship with God? Complaining and strife robs us of God's blessing and grace. God's mercy and favor comes under grace. So complaining and murmuring robs you of and strife robs you of God's grace and blessings over your life. Complaining in the sight of God is sin, as I made mention of. But what causes us to complain? What causes us to complain? One, making comparison. We, some of us, we, co- we like to compare our life. Mm. We like to compare what we got with what somebody else got. Mm. We like to compare everything around us with what somebody else got. And self-pity, self-pity. Let's look at Numbers chapter 11, verse 1 to 3. If you could find Numbers 11, verse 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. I have it. You have it? Mm-hmm. Okay, read now the people, be- because now the people became like those who complain and whine about their hardships, and the Lord heard it. And when the Lord heard it, His anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them Ooh. and devoured those in the outlying parts of the camp. Do you hear that? When God had the, how they were speaking, so you have to realize that, that when you start murmuring and complaining with the words that you are using, God turns his eyes from, from you. Because look at what happened to them. The anger of God swept through them like fire to consume those that were murmuring and complaining. So we are to be content with what God has blessed us with. Let us be content. The spirit of contentment. Desire for the spirit of contentment. And that will come upon your life when you obey the word of God. When you live life in compliance, obeying the word of God. No matter where you are in life, you are better than somebody. No matter where you are. No matter what has happened to you. You are better than many people that you are not even aware of. You have not heard someone's story. You have not heard someone's story. Sometimes we use words such as, I wish I were like you. I wish I were like you. You are only seeing this person's glory, but if they tell you of their pain or what it takes for them to do what they do to get to where they are, as you see it, you will say, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm I'm not about to do all that. (laughs) But you are looking at their glory and comparing and complaining and murmuring 
to people around you, to loved ones in your relationship, but you haven't heard these people's story, what it took, how, how, what they have to do to get to where they are. Their pain, you haven't heard of their pain, because no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. So why we seek God for his strength and ability so that his grace will help us in terms of our hardship, our struggle, our problems, our challenges to get to where God wants us to be. The will of God for our lives will take his grace to get us there, not our own ability. And the second cause for murmuring and complaining is people complain when they are exposed. When they are exposed. Three, unthinkable loss. Unthink, untankable. Untankable loss. Desire, greed that prevents us from being thankful by lasting for more. Look at uh, Numbers 11, verse 31 to 35. Okay. Numbers 11, 31 to 35. Okay. Now there went forth a wind from the Lord mm -hmm. and brought quails from the sea. Quails. And let them fall. Yes. So they flew low beside the camp. About a, a day's journey on this side and on the other side, all around the camp, about two cubits, three feet deep on the surface of the ground. The people spent all that day and all night mm. and all the next day and caught and gathered the quail. They found the meat they wanted. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> the one who gathered least gathered ten homers. And they spread them out for themselves around the camp to cure them by drying. Mm. While the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the anger of the Lord was kindled against the people. And the Lord struck them. Ooh. While they were eating the meat, God provided. Right? While they were eating what God, the meat, they, were, they wanted to eat meat. They were ungrateful. They were greedy. Unthankful mm -hmm. to what God had done up to where they are now. So whilst God provided the meat, he struck them. Started killing them. Are you done? He struck them with a very severe plague. So that that place was named Kabrath Hataba, the graves of the greediness. Because they were buried the people who had been greedy for more than the manna that God provided them. From Kabroth Hataba, the people set out for Hezaroth, and they remained at Hezaroth. Kabroth Katara. Remember that word. It's a place where they rebelled against God through greed. So, last refers to the spirit of Give me more greedy. Give me more in everything. Give me more. Give me more. It causes us not to be thankful to what God has already given us. Mm -hmm. And that spirit of lust and greediness also causes us to abuse what God has mm -hmm. given us. 
The spirit of unthankful lash causes us not to be thankful to the blessings God has blessed us with, but it also causes us to abuse what God has blessed us with. Amen. Beloved, I can't talk about the problem and not prescribe some answers. Amen. Let's look at gaining power over the spirit of complaining. Gaining power over the spirit of complaining. Let us be thankful to God for what he has done in our life. Be thankful. When that spirit come over you to complain without having a solution, begin to be thankful to what God has done in your life. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. Uh, okay. Let me go over here. One moment, Pastor. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight. Take pleasure in Him. Again, I say, rejoice. Yes. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, yes. unselfishness, yes. mercy, Tolerance and yeah. patience be known to all people. Yes. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything. Wow. But in everything. Everything. Every circumstance. Yes. Every situation. Yes. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Petitioning with thanksgiving. First. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before you present any need of yours. Be thankful. Thank you, Jesus. That's why so I like letting us say that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus is already a sign that God knows one should thank him and Jesus. He knows what is, what is behind. He knows that you're trying to ask for more. Mm -hmm. But you are thanking him. You are appreciating mm -hmm. what he has already done. Mm -hmm. And you want more. Go ahead. Continue to make your specific request known to God. And the peace of God, mm. that peace which reassures the heart, wow. that peace which transcends yeah. all understanding, wow. that peace which stands guard over your hearts Amen. and your minds wow. in Christ Jesus. Amen. Powerful, Amen. powerful. Amen. As you have gone through the steps approaching God, then peace, peace will come over even if the prayer have not answered yet. Amen. Peace Amen. of God. Beloved, I want you to pay attention to these scriptures and let them be your learning guide for the word of God mm. this week. That's your assignment this week that you are writing these scriptures down and you're going to be looking into it and abide by it. So take time to tell people in your life. Take time, because sometimes we never thank people around us. Mm -mm. Take time to thank people in your life that, and tell them you appreciate them. Mm -hmm. It's always murmuring and complaining. Have you Take time to appreciate your loved one. Take time to thank your loved ones 
even if even even though it was their responsibility to do what they did, they were responsible to do it. But take time to appreciate them. Yes. Your husband, your wife, your children, your family. Take time to appreciate people around you. Take time to thank, to say thank you sometime to somebody around you. Thank somebody when they brought they bring something to you. This morning I, when I wake up, I was I was brushing my teeth and all that stuff, and then my lovely wife ran outside, brought me a nice warm cup of Starbucks with uh, the golden ginger they, they came up with at Starbucks. Uh, she realized I love it. And as I was brushing my teeth, honey, here comes your coffee. And I looked around, I said, thank you, thank you. She didn't have to do it. She didn't have to run outside and, you know, whatever, and bring me that cup of coffee. And I said, thank you. You see, let's appreciate. Amen. Well, maybe it was her responsibility to bring me coffee as a wife, but I appreciated the effort. Mm -hmm. And these are what we're supposed to look around and do instead of being ungrateful and, and murmuring and complaining and tearing our, our relationships apart. Mm. Because every time you mama and complain, you put a dent in the foundation of the relationship you are involving. The people of Israel complain upon all the great miracles God performed to bring them out of bondage and in captivity into the, uh, uh, from the land of Egypt. Why did they mama and complain? Because they forgot, they, for, they quickly mm. forgot the grace and the goodness of God, what God has done in their life. So when we mama, this is why God inside murmuring and complaining is a sin because we have totally quickly forgotten what he did a couple of days ago in our lives. And two, two, the solution to this problem of memory and complaining, make a daily list, a day, every day, make a daily list from when you wake up, because when you wake up, jump out of bed, the first word that should come out of your mind is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Because many people went to sleep but did not wake up my god many people went to sleep and they had a nightmare an attack in their sleep and they got sick couldn't come out of that bed mm. so when you jump out of your bed before you do anything the first word thank you lord for waking me up for blessing me with this day before you start running around and doing everything and even if you forget driving to where you're going take time and thank Jesus. Make a list of all good things that happen to you daily. Mm -hmm. Because your murmuring and complaining will lead to what? Anger and emotional distress. Yes. Your murmuring and complaining throughout the day will lead to anger and emotional distress. Well, you say, but pastor, don't you murmur and complain? Do you, you don't have any instances to remember and complain? But I realize that as even I'm responsible for 
my immediate family, which is my wife and uh, children and household. I'm also responsible for my mother and some of my siblings and some extended family system. Mm -hmm. And so which means constantly I'm being bombarded with the request of helping, yes. financial helping here and there, yes. all the way out in Ghana, West Africa. That is how we are brought up. That you support, someone supported me. Someone helped me to get me where I am. Someone helped my, my mother to raise us financially. So it is your God-given responsibility to also help others that are in need. So I say, as human, when I'm tempted, meaning I don't do it, I'm tempted to do it. I don't do it. Look at the word properly. Tempted, I catch myself. Amen. And I realize that God has woken me up and God has blessed me to be a blessing. The responsibility of helping others is God's blessing for you to be a blessing. So that's not something to complain and mama about. Mm. Because if he, ha he had the ability to bless you and give you, your mama and complaining will cause him to take what he has blessed you my away. God, my God. Hallelujah. My God. And that makes me thankful. Amen. Thankful. Knowing that complaining, we should know that complaining is a prayer we say to the devil. Mm. Your mama and complaining is a prayer you say to the devil. And it empowers the devil. Your mama and complaining is a prayer you're praying to the devil. And it empowers him to work against you and also against God. So your mama and complaining, you are praying to the devil for the devil to empower you more. To work in your life against God. Because if your complaint and memory affect those that are around you, then you are going to be speaking against God and become what? Ungrateful. Yes. Ungrateful. Yes. Many people, our relationship will take us to heaven or to hell. Why? Because how you treat your partner, how you treat your wife, how you treat your husband speaks of what God is asking us to do in our relationship. Amen. So relationship will take us to heaven or to hell. So be mindful of what you are doing to your husband or your wife. Be mindful to what you are doing to your children. Be mindful to what you are doing to your parents, your in-law, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your co-workers. And everybody that you run into, be mindful of what you do to them. Amen. Because that is the connection between you and God through Amen. people. Amen. God bless you for watching us today. First lady, you want to add a word or two as we prepare for communion? Amen. Yes. Murmuring and complaining. You know, it's so easy to do it. But as Pastor said, we must catch ourselves. Hallelujah. And not forget 
about the grace, the mercies, the, the blessings of the Lord. Because everyone goes through challenging situations. And I mean, and when you go through these situations, it may feel uncomfortable. Amen. Yes. But you have to say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your strength to yes. get through this situation. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for your love coming through me to love this person. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Because when you don't know what to say, just say, thank you, Jesus. Because the solution, the answer, the peace, the joy, the resolution will come. Amen. Yeah, let's seek God for answers to our problems. Yes. Seek God for answers to the problem instead of murmuring and complaining without having any vision for the answers to that problem. Thanks for joining us this week on the Light Way Church of God in Christ podcast. We pray that you are truly blessed by the word that you have just heard. Make sure you visit our website, www.lightwaychurch.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so that you will never miss a show. While you are at it, if you have found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating. Or if you will simply tell a friend about the show, that will be a blessing as you help us share the Word of God. Lastly, if you would like to assist us to continue to expand our platform to preach the Word of God, please consider being a Patreon and donate by going to www.lightwaychurch.com. God bless you.